Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We do have a great guest, and I want to tell you about her before she, before she makes her way in. Because this is a, a local woman who's, you might say she's done it all. So she enjoyed a, a long-time celebrated career at AT&T, major corporation. She's held leadership positions across the region, not just within her corporation, but then really one of those school board moms who certainly in her hometown uh, was elected as a school board of education member, township committee, even served as a deputy mayor and served under Governor, Governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. So Regina Egea is somebody who you may have heard of. Now she actually serves as the chief of, uh, now she actually serves as the president of the Garden State Initiative, which is a, a great, a great organization. But what I love about you, uh, Regina, and welcome in this morning is that Regina brings this diverse private and public sector leadership experience that's rare, but I think you're the perfect person now as, as you move forward. And, um, and, you know, had a great organization that's a watchdog organization as well. Good morning. Good morning, Dawn. Thanks for having me on and for that nice introduction. Absolutely. So tell us about, you know, the, the latest writing that, that I'm seeing from the Garden State Initiative, um, which is something that, you know, Governor Phil Murphy had written an op-ed in NJ.com. He had said that he pledged to do something about New Jersey's notorious taxes and he claims that he did. And so now, the as president of the Garden State Initiative, your group has fact-checked him, es- essentially, and is writing about that. So tell us tell us a little bit about your latest writing and what you're finding. Well, thanks, Dawn. And honestly, the piece practically wrote itself because <laughs> the claims being made were just so not what every New Jerseyan is experiencing every day. So from you know, the top of the claims being that, you know, the property taxes have, you know, retreated to from today's levels to back to 2011. I mean, everybody knows that property taxes continue to go up. And so it was the, probably the most, you know, blatant example inside of a, a, a political claim, frankly, that flies in the face of our experience. And, you know, he goes on and we go line by line. And, um, you know, one other example that, you know, I just think, you know, most New Jerseyans, uh, you know, don't believe is that our debt is going down, right? I mean, we just last, 
in 2020, I should say, the state borrowed over $4 billion unnecessarily. And the, the state is flush with cash and everybody knows it. And the claim that debt is going down is just not true. So, you know, it's unfortunate, I think, um, that there aren't op- more opportunities like your show, Dawn, mm-hmm. to actually help the public understand, you know, what the truth is, and what the facts are, because, uh, you know, periodicals, or I just say channels, I guess, like NewJersey.com mm-hmm. is just uh, not fact checking and just distributing the information and not helping New Jersey, I think, be informed voters. Yeah, and something is, as you well know, with with your experience is, and I always, I still can't believe it that New Jersey, a major state on the East Coast, does not have its own news market, as we see in New York or Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. I should say, I mean, every state usually has, at least in the capital city, for example, they have their own news market, right, with news bureaus and people who right. are tasked. To report on this stuff, part of the problem with New Jersey and the reason that, you know, a Democrat-controlled legislature, I think, gets away with a whole lot is because they don't have as many watchdog groups, I mean, like the Garden State Initiative, where you go through, and for example, you know, and I'll go through a little bit, the first two that you mentioned are so important. First, you know, he claims that through Murphy's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, rebate program, that he talks about property taxes, and then he go, goes on to talk about, you know, local schools and reducing property taxes. I mean, can you take us through some of the details as, you know, and, and it's very detailed, and I encourage everybody to go to GardenStateInitiative.org, re, reality check, look through this for yourselves. I always say, don't, don't take my word for anything. Look at the information yourself. Um, but take us through a little bit, if you would, Regina Gia, some of what your watchdog group found out. Sure, sure. So, um, so going back to the anchor program, mm-hmm. which is a rebate program essentially, and you know, New Jerseyans are smart enough; they've seen rebate programs before, and they are a creature of every year's budget. So that you know, certain groups are given amounts of money to help pay their property taxes not reduce property taxes, but in fact, pay for it from other income that the state has. And, you know, the the two things that are most, I think, disconcerting about the anchor program are one, it's rebate, as they say, it's totally dependent upon being flush for cash that you can redirect the money. But number two, it does not lower spending. It only subsidizes certain groups. So that does not lower property taxes. That's number one. Number two, uh, the claim that these kind of programs, you know, support and avoid further taxation for the schools in our towns. Again, that's not lowering the cost of the schools. In fact, it is, you know, just continuing to subsidize a uh, a $30 billion bill. So currently New Jersey spends $30 billion on K through 12 education already. $15 billion is coming from the state down to various school districts to subsidize K through 12 education. And the claim that we're reducing taxes, why aren't anybody's property taxes going down, right, if we're continuing to fund it at that level? So it's the second question, you know, that we ask because of the claim that we're lowering or avoiding higher property taxes by subsidizing the, you know, the school. And, of course, you know, Dawn, I'm sure you've seen it, but I'm not sure it got widespread press, that there is tremendous pressure, and we're all going to see much higher property taxes come this summer when we get our new bills because of unchecked pension and benefit reforms that 
this administration refuses to pursue. And they've already announced pensions are going to go up, payments are going to go up 10%, and health benefits are going to go up 24%. Now, you know, there are some people who say, well, you know, that's like everybody else's health benefits are going up, but that's not true. Right. The private sector is going up about seven or eight percent, as is the federal government. We're the only state that I know of that's going up over 20 percent for health benefits. And that's all going to show up in your property taxes. And that's really concerning, considering we have the highest property taxes in the, in New Jersey's are highest in our country. So, you know, this is a combination of misrepresenting that we're lowering property taxes by subsidization from the state and that we're not taking on the really tough job of reforming pension and benefits that bring it in line. I'm not saying eliminate, obviously, or even be unfair, but bring it in line with the rest of the country and where we're all headed in terms of those kind of benefits that make sense for taxpayers as well as the workers. Yeah, and and so I'll point out, too, that you're looking at the annual comprehensive financial report. You're studying through that, studying through public records that anybody can look through. But in other words, this is a case where the governor is making these claims and saying, oh, no, no, your your property taxes, everything is, is going to go down, everything's going to be okay. And so people, I presume, will be surprised when they realize, oh, well, gee, my why are my bills not going down? Then who will they blame? Well, right, Dawn. I, right. And I, I point out in there, right? They're going to face their township committees, which I sat on, as you said, their school boards and their county commissioners. And the largest component of your property taxes are people. And these components, the pension and health care, are substantial contributors to the escalating pressure that the mayors and, and county commissioners now have to explain. And I just, you know, I, you know, being a former you know, member, as they say, of the elected bodies, it's just astounding the lack of willingness to take responsibility for the reforms that can only happen in Trenton on pension and benefits. But they're going to be facing, you know, their their committees, uh, you know, come next July when those property bills mm-hmm. bills come out. That's who's going to be facing the constituency. And, and frankly, I mean, my goal is to help between now and then as many people understand as possible that this is not about mismanagement at the town or county level. This is directly your state legislators, both in the Senate and the and the assembly who are going to be on the ballot, you know, next November. And people need to understand that. And one thing that you know your your group and many others have written about, but in other words, your your group, um, Garden State Initiative, gave quoted actually a new study that rates New Jersey's governor at giving him an F grade. Because here, I know I know as a mom, it's parent teacher, you know, parent teacher conference time, right? <laughs> this week actually, mm-hmm. so it's timely that New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is is getting an F by one new study. Why is he getting an F in in fiscal policies? Well, um, you know, I, isn't it enough what I just went through, right? In terms <laughs> of right, the um, there's more. The yeah, I, right, th- there's not just the escalating property taxes, but our policies and GSI. To your point, the Garden State Initiative is all about policy, right? We are an independent, fact based organization, and you know, the everywhere you turn in New Jersey, so we just talked about property taxes. Number two, corporate taxes. In terms of the, the, you know, burden that's being put on corporations in our state versus other states, and that's how you have to think about it, that 
why would a business come to the state that has the highest, the highest corporate tax rate in the country and think that that's a smart place to locate, to grow or locate their business. And I, I'll point out, we just did a whole you know, uh, podcast as well as a uh, virtual forum on the number two state in terms of corporate taxes, Pennsylvania. They just announced that they're going to have cut in half their corporate tax. That's what states do when they really understand what it takes to compete and win and hold on to the businesses that they have. So our corporate tax policies are completely out of line. And our personal, we're number three in the country in terms of our personal income tax rate. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it'd be bad enough if one weren't, you know, one were out of line, but everywhere we turn, and I'll add on top of that, our sales tax rate, you know, it used to be our sales tax rate as well as our gas tax rate are in the, on the top tier of the country. And I don't know about you. I used to really always wonder about New York and how New York could bear the cost of gas as an example. And now we cost the same, if not a penny more. For whenever I look at the weekly report of the cost of a gallon of gas, New York versus New Jersey. And we're just not able to sustain the high tax level and expect that people and businesses will stay here. Yeah, and just looking at the report card, and this is the Cato, you know, Cato.org, Cato Institute's ranking and grading of the governors. So at least, I guess, Phil Murphy, he gets an F along with, uh, he's in some good company here, Kate Brown, Oregon, Gavin Newsom, second to last in California, and then Jay Inslee from Washington. They all get 28s and and 29s. So, um, and yeah, Pennsylvania... Still, still is down there, but at least we're we're better than those bottom rung. And then the top states are Iowa, New Hampshire, Nebraska, Idaho, Arizona, North the Carolinas. It, it kind of does coincide. I was actually looking for Florida, but it kind of does coincide with, um, you know, with where a lot of people are moving. And so then it it does have an impact, right? If people are moving to one state to work and to raise their family. And it affects the population shifts. I mean, so much goes into this. What are your, I don't know, as you study this stuff, and I know you live and breathe it, you study it, what are your recommendations? Who do you find as a model for the nation? Regina G is president of the Garden State Initiative. What's your hope? Because you love New Jersey, right? And I love New Jersey. We, we, whether you live in New Jersey or you're from this area, we love New Jersey, so what's the what do you think moving forward that our legislatures need to do to make this right? Well, Dawn, uh, you're right. I I do love New Jersey. I was born and raised and educated through college in New Jersey, and I came back to New Jersey consciously to raise my family. And so there's nothing more that I want is, than New Jersey to be successful. And to your point, New Jersey has tremendous assets. From a geography perspective, we have enormous uh, infrastructure for transportation. We have a large tourism business in terms of our coast as well as our mountains. And we have a well-educated workforce. We have assets that we need to capitalize on. The recommendation, there isn't one state that I would point to. Mm -hmm. There are, though, however, tactics and directions that we need to have in our state for where we want to achieve because we can't be all things to all people we need to prioritize and think about 
What are the industries you want to grow in? What are the kinds of residents that we need to support as well as attract to our state? And set goals for ourselves that put us in a position to win. I, you know, I just, I'm so, you know, the Cato Institute is just one more example of being at the bottom of, or the bottom tier, the bottom or the bottom tier of just about every ranking. And I'm tired of it, frankly. That's part of the reason why, you know, I do the work I do in GSI. And so, you know, actually, I'm going to, you know, round it out with a quote from actually former Governor Tom Kane. And what Tom Kane said, and this is now, you know, a few decades ago, but it's still true today. Look, we don't have to be the lowest cost or the lowest tax state in the nation. We just need to be below those we want to compete with. And in that case, it was just below New York. And now we are above New York in many of our tax categories, above Pennsylvania, above Massachusetts, and above Delaware. And we need to set goals for ourselves that we know will help us compete and win, as they say, for both jobs and people that we want to have in the state. That's well put. Regina, Agia, what's your final advice? Because so, I do find that I have so many people listening from all walks of life. And they'll say, well, Dawn, this is all always about politics and partisan politics. And I say, no, I, I really don't think it, I don't think it comes down to that. I, I think it comes down to who has the, the best ideas, the smartest ideas, but then who can educate the public on why those are important. And so I think we've seen a failure of maybe campaigns or even leaders. Even with Governor Phil Murphy, came from the financial world, right? Made his, made his money off of that, made his millions off of that. Where do you think, where would you guide people to go, other than, of course, uh, you know, reading, reading about the, the uh, <laughs> you know, Garden State Initiative? But in other words, what's your advice to somebody who maybe is that independent or somebody who wants to think beyond politics and look at, and look at this in a different light? towards solutions, because that's ultimately what I think you are all about, as I look at your life and career and, and balancing everything as a mom, career executive, elected official. I mean, you've really done it all. But what's your, what's your advice? Well, I guess two things, Dawn. Um, one is, as is a pretty typical, read a variety of sources, right? Don't And read things you disagree with. I always try to keep track of um, you know, opinions on the other side, because I challenge myself intellectually to why why do I agree or not agree and f- try to find, frankly, a little bit of common ground, because there, there's typically some parts of most arguments that you can find common ground with. So read a variety. And I would say mo- even as importantly is look at other states and what they're doing. I do find New Jerseyans tend to be a bit insular. And maybe it's our you know, sense of, you know, we, we're not New York and we're not Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. <laughs> and so we don't, you know, we want to kind of, you know, not look at them as big brothers or big sisters, mm-hmm. but look at other states. And you mentioned Iowa, New Hampshire, North Carolina. These states have taken significant actions and look at the billions, and I mean billions of dollars of investment, particularly in the Southeast that are going in for manufacturing jobs, as well as pharma research up in Massachusetts. They are attracting and they're winning and understanding that that's not jealousy to look at them. It's helping you understand what it takes to win. And those are the things you need to ask your representatives at the state as well as local level about. Got to make a change. Regina Agia, president of Garden State Initiative. Regina, thank you so much for being here today and 
filling, enlightening us, really. Thank you, Regina. Pleasure to be on with you, Dawn. Anytime. Love to come back. Oh, thank you so much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.